they're old, they're bold, sometimes even cold. They're nutty, they're kooky, and often kind of wookie. Wookie, what the? They'll rave and rant till you pee your pants. They're Brian and Lisa, and they both like pizza. Pizza? Who wrote this? They're groovy, fantastic. But most of all, sarcastic. It's sarcastic senior show. Oh my god, that is the stupidest intro song I have ever heard. I like it. It's peppy. And wookie. What the hell kind of word is wookie? It's a cool word. I made it up. Oh, yeah, right. I'm Brian. And I'm Lisa. And we are the, the Sarcastic, Sarcastic Seniors. Seniors. Welcome everybody. It is Tuesday, May 1st. And today's show we are talking about what to consider when considering retirement. It's pretty bad that we haven't just earned the right to do it and we actually have to think about it and consider it, but we do. I want to start the show off before we get a discussion going with a nice little article I found, of course, online. And it says, here's a checklist of considerations you should revisit as often as necessary before you take the retirement plunge. Number one, prepare a balance sheet. Make sure your income is going to match those expenses. Number two, get rid of your debt before you retire. Why is that a good idea? This is yeah. right in our plan. I mean, I'm going to, you know, I'm working until my debt's paid, and then I'm working till we can fund the move and my insurance till I can get Medicare. Yep. Conduct a house check. See what your housing needs are. Ass and no one wants to talk about this, but assess your life insurance needs. We just did this. Not fun, but it needs to be done. Think about long-term care insurance, considerable variable annuities. Okay, now we're talking financial planning, which I know nothing of. Yeah, me either. <laughs> we live very simple and from week to week, so yes. this is a foreign language to financial me. Financial planning for me is making sure I got $20 for gas. Yeah, so it's, uh, I'm sure it's very sound advice, so you should listen to it because we did not. <laughs> Oversee your estate planning. Okay, again. Estate. <laughs> yeah, what estate? Yeah. We did a will. We're in Iowa. Yeah. That's the state we're We did a will. From. Ditch those college expenses. Well, you would hope so by retirement, wouldn't you? <laughs> yes. Here's how you ditch those college expenses. Get good grades, kids. You're going to need scholarships. Yes, scholarships We're going to be living on Social Security. Look at the big picture with a planner. Again, we don't have one. It shows in our checkbook. And prepare a budget. Those are great ideas, great tips. So we also 
as we always do, went on to our favorite Facebook page. Yay, we love our Facebook people. Not because it's called the Sarcastic Seniors After Us, because it has 3,518 of the most wonderful sarcastic seniors I've ever met. And it's all about you. Yes. And we asked them things that concern them. As they were, you know, many of them are already retired and were just giving us their best advice. And some of us aren't quite there yet. And so these are things that we're thinking about. Mm -hmm. So we just put together the top topics and we're going to hit them. Right at the top of the list, money. Isn't money everybody's consideration, you know? absolutely. You got, I, I don't think. In our case, we don't care if we ever get rich, but we sure as heck like to have enough to live and just be comfortable. And I think that's what most of us really need in our our retirement and our senior years. You know, I don't want to scale down to a tiny house to the extent that we're living in an oversized dog kennel. (laughs) As long as it has air holes, I'm fine with that. (laughs) But money is a consideration. It's a consideration for every aspect of your retirement we have to save enough money to finance the move because we're going to go from the midwest to the west coast and i have to i won't be eligible for medicare yet because i'm his child bride you are yes so i'll have to fund my health insurance for a couple of years (laughs) till i'm eligible um we need the initial moving expenses First, last, and deposit because we won't be buying; we'll be renting. You know, you, and then we gotta add up his likely retirement, my likely retirement, and you. And it looks pretty good on paper. It looks like, hey, we can afford a beachfront apartment. Well, if we can just see the ocean through our little one-bedroom apartment, that might be good enough because I believe we ought to plan on one of our incomes to be able to pay the rent. Or we could just put a pup tent up on the beach and just throw back the flaps in the morning and look right out at the ocean. You could do that. I could do that. Yes, I'll be in my nice little apartment. You'll be be in your comfy bed tucked (laughs) and looking at me through that little peephole in the window. There he is. I see his tent down there And he wonders why they call him the idiot. Yeah. You know, but I mean, even though it looks good on paper, I've been through this and Brian knows many people who have. We want to base our housing choice, which is, we might as well talk about it now, on one of our incomes. Because eventually, I'd like to think we're going together, but one of us will probably leave before the other. And nothing is sadder than already going through a traumatic loss and then having to leave your home because you can no longer afford it on one income. So if I could give you wisdom from experience, that would be my one tip. Make sure wherever you go, you can afford it on one income and you'll be fine. And the other paycheck or the other income will go to health care. Probably. Health insurance. My God, is this... I just... It's crazy. It's indescribable. You have to have it. And you know what we're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. indescribable. It's nuts. I don't even know, you know, I mean, we don't even have... We're fighting the dilemma ourselves. We're about ready to lose our current insurance. So we have to find probably one of the Obama plans. And we'll have to be... We'll have to buy the plan that 
will cover us if we're run over by a cement truck that caused us to have a stroke, but it's not going to cover well, anything let me, else. Let me clarify. We're not <laughs> losing our current insurance. We're choosing to move to a different plan because the insurance plan that we're paying for right now is really not meeting our needs. Yes. So. And it's ridiculous. It's outrageous. It's... We have X amount of dollars to meet our needs. And they those dollars, which are substantial dollars, I think we're yeah. paying, oh, yeah. covers nothing. Now we're, now, we're here in the States. And I'm very interested, of course, those of you who are north of the border... Yes. In Canada, have different health care, a different health care plan. And I'm really interested in hearing some feedback, perhaps, on our Facebook page about Canadian health care. We hear a lot about it down here in the States, pros and cons, uh, quite frankly. And But I, I think it'd be really good to get some feedback from you guys. About I had friends that got Canadian insurance or uh, citizenship so that they could get that insurance. Right. But then I've heard from native Canadians that said it's horrible, you wait forever. So yeah, we'd like to hear about it because let me tell you, the state's healthcare system is a disaster right now. Yeah, we just think it'd be better to hear directly from people who are affected by the healthcare system and living in the healthcare system in Canada than reading the blog sites and the propaganda yeah. and all the BS, because there is a lot of BS out there. Because wasn't it, like you always say, Abe Lincoln that said if you saw it on the internet, it must be true? Yeah, Abe Lincoln, he did say that. <laughs> he, did, he really did. You know, so health insurance, I mean, there's no easy answers for that. I will tell you, check your state law to see if you're a community debt state one thing I learned here in Iowa, that upon the death of one spouse, the other spouse is not liable for that debt if they didn't sign. So here's Brian and I getting happy married and doing our wills and planning for the future so that we can get on to the business of having fun. And I tell him, if I'm ever gotta have surgery or anything, don't let them take me off to a comfy room and you fill out those papers because the minute you sign that bottom line, you're the responsible party. But I am let, responsible. Let but me sign the papers and then God forbid if I died, my debt dies with me. That's a tough, that's really a tough call and it's a very emotional decision. Yeah, well, it's a check your state law because not every state is set up like that, but we're lucky Iowa is. Right. And it, of course, again, it doesn't really apply if you own your home because then your debt can be attached to the home, right. so the spouse pays it anyway. Right. And a perfect segue to housing. Yeah, we already talked about Oh, no, we didn't we talk, didn't about, talk housing. about housing. We talked about money. We talked about we housing and respect to money. But So Brian and I agree on one thing. We're not buying at this late stage. Now, we both owned homes, and multiple <laughs> homes. And it didn't work out well. Yeah, I in fact it was, it was fun. It was great. I yeah, it's nice to make a mortgage payment and have you know develop equity and all that stuff. But at this point in time, yet well, like I was saying before, be able to live on one person's income because I actually with my deceased spouse before Brian and I got together had to give up my home because I could not afford it on that one income. So. 
you know, I learned the hard way. You live within one person's means and the other money is for the slot machines. Right. And, <laughs> and for those of you that are living on a single income, certainly avail yourselves of all of the stuff that's out there for housing assistance. The culmination of health insurance and housing and all of this stuff and transportation and medication and it's insane. It's just insane for us. What did you say earlier before we started the show, Lisa? You got to be one tough son of a bitch yeah. to be a senior anymore. And, Growing and they, old is you do. not for weaklings, man. It you is. got you got to know what you need, and you got to have a mouth, and you got to ask for it. It ain't for now on the now. housing. There, you know, one of the big dilemmas: Do you get a freestanding unit that you rent, or do we go into a senior complex? And I'm torn. Brian likes his privacy. But, you know, as we get older in age, his mother's in senior housing now. Yeah. And I like the idea of a community room. I like if one of us is feeling sick, the other one can still socialize. I like the bus and the activities. And, and that is all HUD housing. So if you're looking into retirement places, make sure they're HUD certified. Because then they take your income. If you have too much in the bank, you'll pay a higher rate till that's gone. But then you go basically 30% of your net income is all that you can pay for rent and utility. So you're not eating cat food. You know, you're uh, you're able to survive. Your right. mother survives on a, a yeah, very small she, paycheck. She makes, she makes it work. She yeah, really she does. does. And it's because she couldn't afford it without the, the HUD certification. Right. And by the way, I just wanted to say that I do enjoy a little bit of privacy, but the real reason uh, for me uh, about being in a single housing type thing is that there's really nobody else besides you in the entire world that can stand to be around me, Lisa. So it isn't so much a privacy thing, it's just that nobody else can stand me. Well, that's why I really want the community room so I can go talk to others. <laughs> That's okay with me. I completely understand that. Now, um, if you're relocating, because most a lot of people do when they retire, we're going to the sun, we're going here, we're going there. One thing you need to check on, and I found a nice website. I'm using it for us. Four years out, I'm the master planner. I know the average median rent in all the cities we're looking at. I know the crime rate. I know the availability to doctors. Healthcare options. You know, I had initially thought I would like us to retire in Jamaica because our dollars would go a long way and all we had to do is come home a couple times a year, see family, spend a month, and we could live there. And lots of medical marijuana. <laughs> but the healthcare, we talked to this beautiful principal of a school, and the healthcare you know, is government provided there and it's not working, it needs a revamp. You might be waiting in a line outside of a clinic 12, 14 hours and no guarantee of getting seen that day. So, okay. you know, as we got older, it was decided we needed to stay in the States. Yep. You've got to have access to doctors. If you want to be remote, make sure, because as we lose our ability to drive, which leads us into the next point, transportation. Well, you are just the queen of Segway today. I am the queen of Segway. <laughs> yes. For those of you who are not driving, 
access to transportation so that you can get around and get your medications, get your groceries, uh, see friends if uh, desired, and yeah. just take care of your activities of daily living is very Independence. Vital. You know, it comes down to the more <clears throat> we can, we're going to become more dependent as we age. But the longer we can stay semi-independent, the better. So, you know, Trulia, it's T-R-U-L-I-A. You can get the stats on any city, any state, any anywhere you're looking to retire. They'll, you know, that public transportation, health care, cost per month to living, average housing costs, um, retirement friendly, the whole thing. They will just go over it all. It's a wonderful site, yeah. Trulia.com. And, and I know, but I did notice on the Facebook page, when I was reading through the comments that there was uh, one gal up in Canada who mentioned that she was in a pretty remote area, smaller town, and did not have any access to public transportation and mentioned how critical it was that she continue to be able to drive yes. to get from here to there. So, And we have that in the Midwest, a lot of widowed farm wives. You know, they right. stay on the family farm. But if there's not family to get them to those doctor appointments, these winters around here are awful. Yeah. You know, there comes a point you have to go, I need to let the kids have the farm. I need to move into town. Right, right. And last on your list, care plan. Yeah, nobody wants to do this. So important. Yeah. So important. Yeah, no, it, it is. I, I remember when I went through this with my father, and he just kind of laid it on me at the ice cream parlor with my daughter one night <laughs> and I was a bit blown away by it but after the smoke cleared and I let everything settle in I realized how important it was for uh, for he and I and all of my siblings to be on the same page with this. You gotta have a dialogue. It's your life. It's your end of life. <clears throat> You've got to let them know what your choices are because if they find out later in a will or whatever and you didn't discuss it with them and they did something wrong they're going to feel terrible yeah you know you need to let them know where that lockbox is with all that information if you want certain things at your funeral go to that funeral home now 20 years early and uh, pre-arrange it right. it's, don't it's, take anything for granted if if you have special wishes make them known yeah absolutely <clears throat> i'll tell you are yes, you hacking dear. and coughing? You yes, know, I'm dear. not going to do extra editing because you just yes, can't dear. keep yourself... Oh, you edit? <laughs> you do editing? <laughs> yeah, you got to take out all my foo paws. I'm not going to. I'm going to leave them in so all these fine people know just what an idiot I live I think with. they already know I could that. smack you I'm right pretty now. sure they already know that. You could. <laughs> no, Lisa, don't. 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 Oh, after a stressful day, I gotta tell you, that felt so good. Well, I'm glad it felt good for you because it sure as hell hurt for me. You know, these are hard topics, and wouldn't it be nice if we could just ring a bell, make a wish, and have all of our concerns taken care of? Welcome to the Retirement Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your retirement needs. For assistance related to housing, visit aisle one. To check on government assistance programs you may qualify for, go to aisle two. To review health insurance options, go to aisle three. To discuss medical care, visit aisle four. To get medications, 
visit our pharmacy at the end of aisle four. And for medical equipment, go to aisle five. Attention, attention shoppers. We require immediate cleanup on aisles three, four, and five. And those aisles will be temporarily closed. To access the pharmacy, please use aisle two, government assistance. For drug and alcohol assistance programs, go to aisle six. To get, our, to get or renew your driver's license, go to aisle seven. But note that you cannot access aisle seven from aisle six. For phones, computers, etc., visit our Technology Center in Aisle 8. To get information about senior support groups, visit Aisle 9. For recreational activities, visit Aisle 10. For companionship, visit our Dating Center in Aisle 11. For your banking, pension, and reverse mortgage needs, visit Aisle 12. And last, but certainly not least, for end-of-life planning, visit aisle 13 before you exit. And thank you for shopping the Retirement Superstore. Well, some great ideas there. Thank you, Retirement Superstore. Okay, now we talked about all the hard but necessary stuff that we we got to think i mean we're going through it we love your ideas you guys are helping us yeah so, let's talk about the fun stuff. the fun stuff i found this fun. article in, gotta have some in forbes Enjoy. magazine and it had suggestions for a happy retirement and i thought they were great um one was get a part-time job a lot of people after working full-time their whole lives find themselves Bored, thrown into 24 hours a day with nothing to do. Yes. And like we were talking, the income. Unless, you know, you and I don't have those 401ks and stuff for a nice fat retirement. We may have to do a little part-time job. And that's okay. One day a week would pay for a couple afternoons out. I'm going to get a job singing at a bar. Like a restaurant bar. Well, it'll have to be before six because after that you're sleeping in the recliner. (laughs) That's a good point. The other thing they said was learn new things and pursue your passions. I love time to paint. I don't have a lot of it right now. I have to force some holes in the schedule and make time. But I plan on doing more of that, doing more writing, you know, gardening, gardening. I've got my garden going, my seeds out on the porch, getting ready to sprout little babies. A big thing was stay engaged. And exercise. I think it comes down to that old thing. If you don't use it, you lose it. Right. Or you get a whole lot more of it than you want. Yeah. Well, we are <laughs> looking in our mirror, aren't we? You're Not at, you, dear. You're looking me. at me. Uh, yeah. I almost deleted him off Facebook because okay. he posted a fat picture of me yesterday. It's like, are you kidding? He goes, oh, honey, you're so hard on yourself. You're beautiful. <laughs> he was trying to take the picture, a picture of our dog in a dog sling. So zoom in, take a picture of the dog, which is hanging off my hip, and leave my damn but gut alone. It, but it, the picture doesn't make sense unless they can see you with the thing over your shoulder and the dog. So then he side. tagged me. After work, dirty, no makeup on, and big old gut sticking out. 
And he actually thought I was going to let that. I have learned oh, to untag things on Facebook. You're beautiful. I was miffed at him all evening. Give me a kiss. No. Kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Barry. So learn through new things and pursue those passions. Exercise regularly. Stay engaged. Stay talking on that phone. Stay talking on Facebook. Stay Reach. talking to us. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Stay connected because it's so easy. You know, every age you can have bad times, feel lonely, and get depressed. And getting out, talking to people, it helps with that. It really does. And eating right. Yes. See your family and grandchildren as often as possible. You know, the I hate driving and I'm four weeks away from making... The trip from hell. Brian's driven this drive. Mm -hmm. But at there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. If I survive the trip every year, I get to spend a week with my beautiful mama. Yeah, it's good. It's, you know, we, it, it's we worth it. Family, we see our family regularly. We do. It's, it's I don't see my mom as often because they moved away a few right. years ago. Right. And, and you don't see your brother because he's all the way out in the West yeah, Coast. Yeah, yeah. But see them as often as possible. Right. It, the older you get, the more important it becomes. Now, I thought this was interesting um, when Forbes said this because we spend our whole working lives trying to get away from a schedule. But they said one of the things that keeps you feeling vital and functioning is to keep a regular schedule and to look at it as I'm managing my free time. And and it made sense to me then. Yeah, I thought, have point. we? How many times have we had a day with nothing planned, and we plopped our asses on the couch, yeah. channel surfing? We do, really couldn't find anything to watch because yeah. you only had a hundred channels. Yeah, you fly by the seat of your pants, and, <laughs> and you, you burn just up wing on it. your free time. Yeah, just where if you would have blocked it off, hey, let's take a river walk, let's take a ride out to see friends. Let's. Last week we went garden shopping. You know, if you plan time for that stuff, it's amazing how full your life feels. Right. You just got to make it work. And while retirement is not for the wimpy, I think <laughs> we've made that pretty clear. We know, we know the realities. We're going into the realities of it, and you're living it. We all get purple hearts. It's a war zone, people. It is a war zone. But you know what? Enjoy the blue sky while you can. Yeah, we've earned Enjoy it. Enjoy every breath. Fight the good fight, but find the silver lining in it. Absolutely. I'm Brian. And I'm Lisa. And we are the, the Sarcastic, Sarcastic Seniors. Seniors. Colini. Out. <laughs>